Hello, welcome to episode 32 of Stick to Sports. I'm Ryan Lambert from Yahoo Sports. And I am Sean Gentile from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Wow, you and Craig Custins both. <laughs> Who? That's right. Um, yeah, so I guess the thing that maybe I'll start off talking about here is they inexplicably let me play hockey at Fenway Park today. <laughs> I did not know this was happening. You've told me nearly nothing about it, and I am interested to I'm interested to hear more about this. Yeah. So, uh, backstory is I, you know, they they play uh, they play college games at Fenway every other year. Stop doing whatever you're doing with your microphone right now. I sat up, quote like more. <laughs> what did I do wrong? It was a terrible, terrible noise. Oh no. I apologize. Continue. Um, okay. So yeah, I they play college hockey every two years at Fenway for no particular reason, and um, every every couple of years they'll they'll have or when they do it they have a media game beforehand, and so like you know it's people from the local TV news stations, Nesson, that kind of thing, um, and. You know, through various connections, uh, I somehow got invited to play this year. Um, I haven't played hockey in a decade, literally. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say this. I was by far not the worst player on the ice today. So, I mean, that's good. It's yeah, good for you. Yeah, I felt I, I was very nervous that I was going to embarrass myself. Um, but I, I feel like I played all right. Uh, it would have been great if... I nah, ate I, shit. And uh, yeah, I just crashed the boards no. and had to be stretched yeah. off. I wasn't gonna say that. I well, I mean, it was important. I would maybe that you peed your pants on the ice for some <laughs> sure in, for somewhere, like the guy from Slapshot. Uh, not familiar with that movie. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it it was unbelievable. Like, and the weather, Sean, I got to tell you, was horrible. There was a good three inches in on of uh, water on the ice from all the rain. Yeah, it's been truly, truly terrible here the the last the last week or two. And we get similar weather. You just it just gets colder and and you get it a little bit later than us. So I'm not I'm not surprised to hear that. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was a really good time. I was I was on a line with. Uh, Famous podcaster Pete Blackburn. Um, oh. He Brendan little little Brendan Gallagher. That's right. And uh, yeah, we we, uh, we didn't embarrass ourselves, and that's you know what all I can ask for. It was the other guy. What's that? Oh, the other guy on our was, line was was yeah. like a cameraman from one of the local news stations. It was this guy who I've never met before. His name was BJ Dean or something. Uh, he was on the other team, <laughs> and and I like uh, there was there was a little bit of a a one on one battle between me and him. He got the puck forward, and I slashed him. I wish you guys would have collided with each other, and uh, yeah, then peed your pants. Both well, of you. DJ can play though. That's the thing is, like, yeah. he knows what he's doing, so. Like he scored a goal today. Um, yeah, like he's he's an actual good hockey player. So that was a bit troubling for me. <laughs> oh, I should say this. You know who else is a good hockey player? Former New England Patriot Jermaine Wiggins, who was on the other team. He's a like that's really funny. 
he's like a very rotund man too. Like he was like pudgy for a tight end. I remember back in the day. Yes. Yeah. He was, uh, he was like six, six. Yeah. Looked like a football player. And that guy can move his ass up and down the ice really fast. I believe that because, because like I said, he he didn't he almost looked like a lineman out there when he was playing. Like he was he was he was chubby. He was like a, a big yeah. dude. But clearly, you have to have some amount of you know you got to be nimble if if you're that big to get around as a tight end. So yeah. I'm, I'm and, someone someone mentioned he played in a men's league, and I was like, <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear that a former professional athlete. Uh, Showed some moves during that. Yeah, yeah. He he uh he had a pretty good wrist shot. I, I you know he got it off a couple times. It was I didn't end up on the ice alongside him. Thank God because I would have died. But yeah, it was it was a wild experience. And uh, you know if, if if they inexplicably ask to do it, ask me to do it again, I will of course. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I couldn't couldn't believe it at all. Hmm. Well, good for you, man. Thanks. Next up, you should play football on the field at Gillette at the at Gillette Field. Well, that's I'd actually like, where they play football. I'd like for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to be playing against former Boston Bruins, <laughs> who will be surprisingly good. Yeah. No, exactly. But yeah, rate rate your experience on one to ten today, from one to ten. Uh, I'm going to say the full 10. I, you know, couldn't, couldn't have really got, well, maybe we'll go nine and a half, but the weather was the only real downside. And once you got going, you didn't really notice or mind or anything. So it's good. Well, today I think I may have on, on the other end of the spectrum today, I think I convinced myself that I'm going to buy a PlayStation four. Like I'm, that's my big new year's resolution is that I'm going to play more video games. <laughs> Finally, about. some more time inside. Gonna get, I'm going to get back into video games. Yeah. Uh, what, what made you make this decision? I had a dream about it last I all right, Last <laughs> night on. I had – dude, I'm telling you. I, did, did you not see that? Okay, I, I tweeted about it just as a joke this morning. I don't look at your I, Twitter. I had like really – I had like a really banal set of dreams last night. It was hilarious. One of them was that I bought a PlayStation 4. The other one was that – my buddy Mark rear-ended my car. And that was it. Oh, like, I, okay. Hold on. I, Before we get into the PlayStation thing, one thing I did see on your Twitter was some wild-ass, like, hit-and-run situation. Oh, my God. I, I, I need to I hear did, all about I, it. I, all right. I meant, I meant to talk about it. I'm glad you glad you reminded me because as it was as it was happening, I was like, I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. I'm extremely good at podcasting, so that's why. So, uh, Right. Uh huh. <laughs> so this is uh the, this is New Year's Day. Uh, I was of course because I'm a dirtbag. I was at a bar with a couple of my friends, just like having lunch and doing a couple like hair of the dog beers because you know whatever it was sure. New Year's Day, and at like in in watching football because Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, at like one thirty. This is on Belafonte Street in Shadyside. To clarify, 1.30 p.m.? 1.30 p.m. Okay. On a one-way street that runs off like a main drag that's like lined with lined with bars and shops and stuff. This guy comes out of a parking lot, does a left down uh, the wrong way down a one-way street, sideswipes a truck that coincidentally belongs to the owner of the bar who, who is in the building. 
mm-hmm. sideswipes a truck, almost hits somebody, and drives his car drives a a Jeep Cherokee, a nice Jeep Cherokee, into a tree across the street. Like it, I watched it happen. There, this is a full bar with like twenty five or thirty people, you know, lined along the window, and the dude got out of the got out of his Jeep just clearly uh, as drunk as anybody I've ever seen get out of a car. Okay. Like, like, like I've, it's fair. It's totally, it's fair to say that. And he, and he, you know, he's a young punky looking kid driving his, you know, I assumed he was driving his parents, you know, nice Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. And he just got, he just got shit faced like early in the day and, and almost, and almost killed somebody. So he's waiting outside. Everybody in the bar is, is watching him through the window. Like, People stopping him from leaving, you know. Uh, there was a guy out there, like w- like waiting for him, you know. As as the cops are clearly on their way, and the dude clearly spent like fifteen or twenty minutes, like trying to get his shit together, trying to like figure out what he was going to tell the cops. And then the cops showed up, and he booked. He's gone. Whoa. He ran away. Yep, he bolted. So I don't, and I still don't know what happened to it. I actually kind of try to figure out if. You know, if there was something like on, like in police logs about it, because I wanted to know what happened to this dude. Oh yeah, and he he never returned to the scene. The whole thing took like two hours to clean up. They had to bring it bring in a flatbed and you know take the dude's uh, jeep away. Yeah, and and the guy whose foot he ran over stayed there outside the entire time. You know, gave gave the whole thing to the cops, and I, it was just so. It, I've I've honestly got I've seen some ridiculous you know, bar related stuff in my life. But that was, that was the first time for that. And it was so funny too, because everyone watching them was like, you know, it just from it amazed, a, yeah. from, but from a theoretical, like legal standpoint, we're like, what if you, what if he just wrecked his car into the tree and got up? And the first thing he did was like run away and just bolt before anybody could stop him before anybody even saw like could whatever. Right. Obviously, obviously, his his car is there. That's not going anywhere. But just go and hide somewhere and hide up in an attic for like twelve hours and sober up, and then like just hope to God you just get charged with fleeing the scene of an accident and right. you know not not a DUI because now because now he's now he's quadruple screwed because he's going to get fleeing the scene of an accident and also. You know, God knows what else, what what other charges. So yeah, it was yep. it was hilarious. Like we basically just sat there up against the window for a half hour on New Year's Day, like and watched the end of this dude's life. It was it was unbelievable. I mean, it's it's kind of incredible that this guy. I mean, like you say, super super drunk, didn't murder that guy whose foot he ran I, over. I know. I I was it, like, he was not going fast. Obviously, that was that was the only. Right. Like he was just wobbly and drunk coming out of the parking lot and then, you know, veered into the into the Jeep and then overcorrected or veered into the truck and then overcorrected, almost clipped the dude in the street and drove directly into a tree. And the photo and the photo is on is on my Twitter. Like he jumped he jumped the curb, was on the sidewalk, just square square into the tree in front of in front of the yard on on Bellefont Street. Like I was at the William Penn Tavern. That's that was that was the location for for all of this but yeah man i i don't i i've seen i've seen car crashes in my life like i i watched a car accident outside of the building at sporting news one time but just in terms of sheer bizarre really like kind of sad entertainment value there is 
that was that was a first time for me. Yeah, I um three maybe four years ago, I'm sitting like on my bed watching TV. This is middle of the day on like a on a Wednesday maybe, and I hear this guy just hauling ass up the street, right? Like this this is a fair like one of those streets where people are parked bumper to bumper on both sides. Right. And uh people do not generally go fast on it. So as it's happening, I'm like, wow, somebody's really booking it. And then I hear Right, like it's a it's a narrow city street where people like take turns going down and stuff, I would right. imagine. Right. It's 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 you gotta be careful. Yeah, absolutely. And uh so I hear this guy hauling ass again, this is one in the afternoon, let's say. Mm-hmm. And I just hear this super loud, like crash of a car hitting another car, and I'm like, oh shit, he hit a car. Like and not only did he hit it, there's kind of this weird T intersection where he tried to make a turn. He must have been going 50 miles an hour. He tried to make a turn that I wouldn't try to make it 15. Right. And he hit this guy's um, like BMW or Audi or like a nice car. Um, he just straight up T-boned it so hard that a parked car hopped the, hopped the curb and went into the fence on the other side of the sidewalk. Jesus Christ. So, like, I hear the crash, and I look out the window, and I just see this guy take off. Like, he just gets out of that car and starts running. And, uh... I, I at the risk, like, I, look, I don't want to make it sound like I'm okay with anything like that, but I, I think I might do the same. <laughs> yeah, well, so it turned out that this guy had stolen the van that he crashed. Um, yeah. And, and was... Involved in a police chase, and then they found oh him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and then they found him, like, you know, an hour later, like, crouched between two cars in my neighborhood. Yeah, I, I seriously, I, I want to know what happened to, to this guy a couple days ago. Like, I want to know how far he got, because he oh, was... absolutely. He was in no... Con- like, he was between being clearly hammered and, and also had just been, you know, hit a tree. Yeah. Like he was, I can't imagine that he got that far, but my God. Yeah, it was, it was a, it, 2017 peaked for me, I think pretty, pretty early in terms of just sheer, like found entertainment value. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's going to get any better for you. So I'm looking for a video game that will recreate that. Like maybe, I don't know. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, probably. Yeah. Um, so PS4 specifically, so let's see. I also have a PS4, so I can speak on some level of like expertise with the PS4 exclusive games. So I the what I, assuming I buy this, which it's looking pretty likely that I will, mm-hmm. it comes it comes with uh, it comes with Uncharted Four, which oh, that's I supposed to be very good. Yeah, my friend, my friend Ben, whose taste I trust in this stuff, like he's not a huge gamer, but, you know, whatever. He, he said it was the best game he ever played. Wow, and he and he and he compared it to Indiana Jones. So yeah, I'm, that I'm, that is definitely the feel. I haven't played this specific one, but I that's definitely the feel of those games. And if and if no one's if you haven't picked up on this, I don't know anything about video games at all yeah. currently. Like I like I did at one point in my life, but I haven't seriously played a video game in in a very 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 long time. Yeah, uh, understandably so. Um, like. There, there are people who just, they check out on them at some point, and then that's it, and that's fine. Um, I never really got, like, super out of video games, 
but there was definitely a stretch of maybe like eight or nine years where I pretty much exclusively played sports video games. That, that was that that was true for me too, for sure. Um, and and then, and then I and then I stopped entirely like yeah. a few years ago. Well, the problem is that a lot of sports video games haven't really changed or improved themselves in any appreciable way in quite a while. Um, NHL, yeah, well, the most obvious, but right. like even Madden. And unless um, you unless you unless you care about like. Hey, cool! I get to play as Connor McDavid or whatever. Right. Like, I don't see the. I don't care about that. Honestly, that doesn't matter to me at all. Like, I like I'll I, like. Did I have fun playing Madden? Yes, absolutely. But did I feel the need to like play as, you know, Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> whatever? Right. No. Yeah. So, um, at this point, the only sports games I really play uh, are NBA, Two K, whatever. I have the latest one, but like, if you want to go a year ago, I think you're fine. I don't see an, a huge difference between the two, um, but those are maybe the best sports games I've ever played is the 2K games. Mm -hmm. um, and FIFA is like a very fun way to knock off a game in like 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I feel like what I'm going to go with is the is the Uncharted, you know, obviously it comes, like I said, it comes yeah. with Uncharted. And then The Last of Us is something that's, that's getting recommended to me yeah, a lot. Yeah, that, well, that was a PS3 game that I believe they, the, um... They remastered? remastered. Uh, it was great. Uh, it came out maybe four or five years ago now. Um, mm -hmm. It's really good, but it's, uh... I don't know that it has a lot of replay value. You just, like, play through it once and then that's it, I think. Like, my, my standards for this are going to be so low. Like, I, I don't true. even... I, like... I just want something that I can have fun and like, you know, I, I think there's something you said for beating a game, which obviously is like the school that I come from. Yep. But then, but then something like Uncharted four, which is like open world and all that stuff. Like I, I, th I think if I get one of each of those, I'll be, I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, the, the game I would recommend speaking of remastered games is Skyrim. Uh, they yeah. Just, they I, just remastered that. That is literally in, in my opinion, the greatest video game ever made. Um, mm -hmm. And I just think it's incredibly deep. They changed a lot, a few things up, like in the uh, in the remastered version. So it's not completely not that it matters to you, I guess, but uh, it's not the same game as it was on PlayStation Three. It's a, it's a bit deeper. It looks better. Um, I I really love that game. That's like my favorite game ever. So um, I, that would be my recommendation. But yeah, if if you get a game you can beat, a game you can like fuck around in endlessly, and a sports game. I think you're probably in pretty good shape. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. A lot of people have said. Is that true? I don't know. I don't. I just because I'm like half jokingly mentioned how much I played Banjo Kazooie when I was a kid. So someone was like, <laughs> sure. oh, yeah. Which yeah. was like a, which was like a low key great game, by the way. Uh, you know, I don't um, think I ever played it. Like I would I, like, totally, or not in depth anyway. Like I, I would up totally replay that. I would totally replay that. The The Witcher Three. Somebody has said that's what everybody says. That uh, people compare it a lot to Skyrim. I haven't played it, but um, yeah, I, I, I like I say, I don't really have a ton of familiarity with like the latest games or anything like that. But um, um also, I guess just because whatever, I was like, hey, what's a what's a Star Wars game for PS4? And Battlefield seems like it's pretty. Yeah, I think in, in terms of the way people talk yeah, about it, it's not great. 
Um, I I got like, it here, here, on the basis of it's a Star Wars game, but I don't. Here's 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 my question. Yeah. Like not really playing. I mean, essentially, the last time I played non-sports video games was like no shit, like PlayStation Two. Okay. And like I feel like. I feel like I'm not going to be able to tell the difference if it's like not that great of a PS4 game. Like if it, like it might just be enough for me to enjoy it because it's that Star game. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say this: that game is mainly multiplayer. Oh, um, okay. Like you play it online. There are solo missions, but they're not very good. Um, and like I'm okay at at like first-person like, shooters, it, yeah. and I am horrible at star at that star wars game in particular I, like, like it was not fun for me like at the moment i have no interest in playing people online yeah i have no interest in that whatsoever yeah because like so, that was like, not that was not part of the purview <laughs> the last time i played video games no, that yeah. was like that was like not really a thing yeah so like you can totally just play a season of nba or something but basically any first person shooter like battlefield or star wars battlefront um Call of Duty, those kinds of things. Though they no, have wait, battle, battle. So is there? There's Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Battle Battlefield. Is no, that, is that right? it's Star Wars Battlefront is right. the is the game that came out two years ago, like maybe a few months before the Force Awakens. I think it came out. Um, and then there's like Battlefield One, Battlefields, blah blah blah. Like there's a whole series of Battlefield games. Um, Battlefield One's the newest one. It's set in World War One. It's okay. Okay. Mike. But again, Medal, you, Medal of Honor Frontline. That was a thing that I played to death when I was 15 or whatever. Yeah. So it's like that, but it doesn't. It's almost entirely um, multiplayer at this point. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have, I have no time for that then. Yep. And then I'll, like, the end result of this is just going to be me playing like old PlayStation 2 games. Clearly, that's what's going to happen. Well, yeah, you can definitely do that too. They they put those on the on the PlayStation Store, and you can just go in there and do it. Um, yeah, this but gonna, it, this, like this is just gonna be me sitting in my apartment in the middle of the night playing, you know, Crash Bandicoot Racing or something. Yeah, Tekken Three. I understand <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, get NBA, lose to me in NBA. Uh, that that'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, those are those are the three I would recommend is NBA, um, Uncharted, like like not that I played it, but you're getting it for free, and Skyrim. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably just I'll get some cheap ones too. Yeah, Skyrim Remastered I think is only like thirty bucks. Like I'm gonna end up buying the Nintendo Switch just because I want to play the new Zelda game. Like that's that's for sure gonna happen. But uh, but you know, whatever. I deserve this, Ryan. Yeah, hey, I get it, man. <laughs> no, I'm. I realistically, like, I'm. I'm probably just gonna. I know what's gonna happen here. I'm. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna buy this and then just end up playing old games. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, for a little while there, there was a thing on the PS3 where you could play the Simpsons arcade game. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, you could no. play. You could play that on your PS3, and I was like, I'm in. Yeah, like that's it. This is worth buying this three hundred dollar machine. Yeah, um, but what the other thing I would recommend is if you're planning on buying a four K TV anytime soon, 
get the like deluxe PS4. That's that's sort of what I'm struggling with. I I'm not gonna buy a 4K TV unless my current TV like craps out on me. Oh. I mean, I, like the next TV that I buy will be 4K, but I, yes, I don't. But when will that I don't, be? Is the question. I don't. Yeah. I don't anticipate that happening anytime soon. Yep, I get it. Um, did you want to talk about Run the Jewels now? Sure. Okay. <laughs> the Run the Jewels album is out. Uh, came out on Christmas, and, and it is. And guess what? <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah. Big surprise for us. We enjoy it. Um. Although I will say, I wasn't super optimistic going in. Uh, why? The singles were only okay. And I was like, well, if the singles are only okay, you know, I, I'm not. I, like, but like they just, the, those first, the first two records are so, so deep. Like you had to have at least a little bit of faith. Yeah, and it, well, I, no, like, I, I mean, I was very excited when it came out to check it out and all that kind of stuff. But <clears> I was like lowering my expectations like i you know uh run the jewels 2 was my album of the year whatever year that came out yeah it's fairly right yeah like you're not it's you're grading at a very exactly so like this at a very high curve right so the um yeah like i said the the first i think they put out like four or five singles also uh, hold on yeah. I you say this the singles aren't aren't good and i don't agree with that at all <laughs> well no like they weren't they weren't like Blockbuster Night Part 2. Talk to Me is one of the few best songs on the record. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's very good, um, but that's like the one of the singles that I was like really ex- like enjoying. Um, like 2100s only, like not particularly a bright spot, that kind of thing. 2100, yeah, I, I don't think is great. But I, but I think Talk to Me and Legend Has It are both pretty pretty great yeah um but with all this having been said the album cuts almost universally are great i don't think there's a weak song on that record yeah i would agree um like i i thought that um the first track was not that it's called down Down, that was not what i was i loved it and I, i i but it took me a couple tries like it was not it's downbeat basically like it's yeah uh as the name suggests yeah and i so i was like kind of surprised to hear that i that's not that's not how i was expecting a run the jewels record to begin yeah for sure because you're because you think about you know the the first track on run the jewels too is like mike yelling i'm gonna bang this bitch the fuck out yeah. And you're like, okay, well, now we're, like, very dialed in. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, and so the, so the the one through five with Down into Talk to Me into Legend Has It into Call Ticketron. Call Ticketron and Hey Kids are like, and, whoa. And then Hey Kids, and hey Kids which, which took a second to click, too, because I was somewhat disappointed with Danny Brown's verse on that. Oh, I loved it. I like Danny Brown a lot, but I, I I I was very 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 excited to see to for a you know a Danny Brown feature, and it didn't quite live up to maybe what I'd hoped, but it's still really good. Like that opening five uh, is spectacular, and then it gets from then on like stay golden, don't get captured are fine. Uh, Th- right. Thieves is good. Twenty one hundred is fine. 
And then I think track and then it, Panther Like a Panther is the best song on the record. Panther Like a Panther is great. And then I think it also kind of kicks into another level for uh, the back half of the record. Yeah, I agree. Like, like it might get oh, – I mean I, I don't want to – like I think Stay Golden Don't Capture are really good songs. But like I – it if there's a lull, it's – It's Stay Golden Don't Get it's, Captured, it's, yeah. Right, and then starting again with Panther Like a Panther, it, it hits Overdrive for oh, the rest of it. That, I mean, Panther Like a Panther in particular is just like, good lord. I don't know how it, they did it. That it take, song it, it's is like, un- like to me, like the beats are a little are a little bit, it's a little bit different, you know, stylistically than, than the first two. Yeah. And I just stood up, so that might sound weird. You're getting, you're getting fired up now. You're, you're so ready. Yeah, something like that. Um, but this like doubled down on everything I've liked lyrically from Killer Mike and LP for a really, really long time now, which is like, you know, there's so many great, like, um, it, and and this is a weird thing to key on for LP, but like, just like the absurd boasts. They That's got very absurd. I, oh my god! But I loved it. Like, like it's they're border. They're like perfectly like right on the border. Like they're almost corny, and and it's and it takes it took it takes such balls to, to to say that stuff. And then obviously all all the stuffs you know the the persona that Killer Mike's been honing really since like rap music. You know, that's just dialed up, dude, a gazillion. Yep. So it's like it took all the stuff that I like about those guys individually, and took it. It's tough to imagine them taking it any higher than this, honestly. Yeah, but you would have said I, that after I Run think, the Jewels too. I, yeah, but I think I think I like it. I think I like it as much as I like as I like two. I think it's better than two. Um, I don't know yeah. if I like it as much yet. Um, but and, and this is the other thing I was going to say too is, you know, I think Run the Jewels one is nine tracks and Run the Jewels two is ten. Mm-hmm. So like. I was a little dubious. When oh, they were like, this one's fourteen tracks. Absolutely. I was like, Ooh. absolutely. I was like, that's not. But they're all good. Yeah, every single they're, one of them is at least they're, good. They're all good at minimum. Yeah. I, I like I said, cannot believe it. Um, I you know, from from being kind of lukewarm on the singles to then being like, oh, they added four extra tracks. Mm-hmm. I, I I had a lot of reason to be. A little apprehensive, but they one listen, and I was like, "Nope, they did it again." You know what's what? You know what's insane to me too is like I don't even know. You mentioned this review to me, which seems like a joke. Someone said that it is like thematically not consistent. Is yeah, the first the first couple tracks, I think it. I don't remember what site it was on, but it was somebody gave is, it like a three point eight out of five. That is, which bonkers. is like a seven. I mean, a set like that's like if it got a seven point six on Pitchfork, which is insane. It's not even remotely close to that bad. I think it's poor game in eight seven. No, that's that's crazy to me. Like th- this is as thematically consistent Cohesive, record yeah. as, as they've as they've had like yeah. by a lot. I mean, this is like battleground shit, right? And it and it starts that way, you know, really from if not the first verse from Mike on on the on on Joy. It's immediate. I'll say this the this the first verse from LP on on down. What he he just says he opens up and he says RTJ you're gonna need a bigger boat boys that's you're what in I'm trouble. saying and it's that's like, what I'm saying man. like 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 the 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 first Mike verse is like introspective and whatever but yes. 
But from that point on, it's like, oh, yeah, you know exactly but what you know exactly in and he what says, doing. okay, we're going to punch you in the face for – Yeah, this is this it's, is the it's most – It's a 52-minute record and it doesn't really slow down very much. This is this is like kill the ruling class shit from the start. Yes. And to not see that, honestly, if you're a professional critic is – is uh, To be fair, boy, I don't know if this guy's a professional critic, this guy that wrote Yeah, okay, but, that's fair. So, so it might, it might just be some one – random mook that's that's saying this yeah but like, some wrong guy but god almighty like like i am i am not i am not a i am not a music critic and i struggle especially with like parsing like lyrical themes a, a lot of the time because that's just not what my ears drawn to but like this was such such a layup and this pretty was pretty much every song on this record is exactly about the same thing yep um mm. And by the way, I will say this too. Speaking of things I didn't think would be possible to top, Zach De La Rocha's verse on the last track is better than his verse on no, I Run the Jewels too. I agree with you. Like, and that verse is awesome on Run the Jewels too. Did you like Rage Against the Machine? Ah, uh, the That's first okay. two records. Okay. See, I liked Battle of Los Angeles yes. a lot because I was thirteen when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I assume I like that more than you did, but like, it's fine. Like, they're in there. And like, I don't think those records age particularly well in, you know, Tom Morello's kind of annoying. <laughs> kind of is one way of putting it. Uh, I, you know, I'm trying to whatever, but like, so I don't know. I have, a, maybe I have a soft spot for, for De La Roca, but boy, it's, yeah. it, it, I, and I I gotta say I did not know that he was involved. So when so when he yeah it was an uncredited up, thing. I did yeah I did not know that uh, so it, it all it's all yeah you're right is it actually uncredited yes. I just thought that I just missed that he was nope, on it. It's uncredited. Oh, it's even like better. I th- I think it it actually got spoiled for me because like Pitchfork had a thing on Twitter that was like no, Zach totally, Larocha totally. has a has a uncredited guest appearance on the last track and i was like i wish i hadn't known that yeah see i now i just want to hang up and And listen to run the like listen so i when i got in the car to drive to fenway because i was like well i'm not taking i'm not taking my gear bag on the train um i was like well i know what i'm listening to on the way there run the jewels three and it was awesome um but yeah, oh, and the other thing I think worth noting there about Zach Taylor Roca, two things actually. One, uh, LP is producing, if not all of, the vast majority of the record that he has coming out this year. Um, yeah. And two, I went to see Diarrhea Planet on New Year's Eve, and they closed mm-hmm. covering Bulls on Parade, and I've never been <laughs> that fired up in my entire life. Dude, I, I've been... I mean, we've all, I mean, like anybody who has a passing interest... I would say, especially like in our in our age group, like I would I would really really want like a proper Zach De La Roca like solo record. Yeah, in it's a big coming way. out this year. So yeah, congratulations. I and I don't and I don't want it with like maybe when I was thirteen I wanted it with Tom Morello guitar farts on it, but now I definitely don't. I just yeah. So yeah, a full a full record with Zach and, and LP sounds terrific. Yeah, I, I think I think. In retrospect, we can we can effectively say that um, Rage Against the Machine was a singles band. Um, I'm not sure if I can completely. I don't know that I can really. 
I don't know. Is that true? I I, 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 I so after I, seeing Diarrhea Planet cover that, I listened to the first two Rage records like on New Year's Day, and like Bulls on Parade is amazing. Uh, you know what's that song? Uh, Children, People of the Sun is mm-hmm. another great one, but like. Evil Empire had some real duds on it. The first one's better, but like doesn't have, you know, a ton of. This is this is now a Rage Against the Machine podcast. Are you raging against the machine to me? <laughs> oh man, that took a second for me to even Thanks see you. where you were going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yep. Yeah, you know what? And as like, even though I just kind of gave like a lukewarm defensive. Uh, Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, I would say that's probably half pretty bad. Yeah, so there you go. Singles band, but the singles are incredible. But you know what? It was very important for little 13-year-old Shawnee G in sure, Pittsburgh. Sure, yeah, to, like if it got you into get... punk music, like that's worth yeah. it. Absolutely. <laughs> very much so. Punk, punk music and like leftist politics. It was, it was important. Yeah, let's go. I'm, uh, in, I'm into both of those things very much. Yeah. Um... Then, I, I, you know what? I was seriously gonna try to like put together. You know, I talked about all LPs like goofy, goofy shit. I was gonna try to put together like my ten favorites, but I ended up not doing that. Yeah, but I, I mean, do push up the time. <laughs> I do push ups nude on the edge of cliffs. Is might be my Twitter bio now. Actually, my my, my favorite one was <laughs> my favorite one on this record by a million miles is when he's t- he's saying like, you know. uh he will not be discouraged, blah, blah, blah. And he just goes, I'm dirt motherfucker. I can't be crushed. And it's but like, that, no, no that's see, like, so I, good, we're, we're talk- <laughs> that's, that's just objectively great. Like that's not corny at all. Right. Okay. So, um, what, what's the one where he goes, I got a unicorn horn for it. And then like, yep, that's, that's on there. Then he, he samples in his girlfriend saying stop because he was going to say cock. He was going to say wiener. That's he right. should have said. He should have said wiener. Yep, just to really throw everybody off. Um, um, so yeah, now I'm like, I got to stop myself from like trying to go through <laughs> like all three of them and repicking the ones, the ones that I picked out. But I that was like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, love really it. I love. I loved. I've loved LP in particular for a very long time. Yeah, he's like, great. I was I, I was exposed to him at a pretty young age, and that he's he's always been a, a guy for me. So, um, no, this is this is perfect, and this is the record that I think a lot of people need and want right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, one of the one of the first things Mike says is like um, on like the whole record is he's like went to war with Satan. He wore a bad toupee and a spray tan. And it's like, Oh man. I don't know. I know he's talking about. Oh man. Um, so good, yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm just kind of zoning out. Think about it now. Yeah, just thinking it's, about it. It's so good. It's good. I liked it. Yeah. Same. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you want to go into the draft of this week? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, the draft of this week is uh, over the weekend. I saw the movie Fences, which is set in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, home of my close personal friend Sean Gentilly. Correct, Mundo. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be so nice if we did a movie draft of movies set in either Boston or Pittsburgh? 
I, I'm I'm on board with it. But like, how many are we doing? Are we doing five or yeah? 10? We're gonna go five because I couldn't pull yeah. ten of these for myself. Uh, I definitely could, but it would be like it would be yeah, like you'd be you well like I could think of ten, but not ten. It I would, would just evolve like, into be like picking like corny movies that were filmed here that right and um, me saying Boondock Saints and like hating myself for it because that's mm-hmm. a terrible movie. Yep. Um. So yeah, uh, we, I don't. We, rem- what oh, we should like? There's definitely a list of like of like movies that eighteen year olds watch their first year in college. Uh, and think they're to, like profound and good. Yeah, yeah, right. And and just use it create you know the illusion of depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and fight, that's and that's like it's that's, a good movie, uh, but Fight Club is one of them. Is Fight Club good? I don't know. I I rewatched it's good. it. Maybe it's good, a year right? Ago. Yeah, it's good. Like it's not great, but it's good. It's a like good performances, and if you, I mean, they do a really good job of not like you know now the twist is the twist and everybody knows about it but at the time people didn't know about it and it was like legitimately like whoa that was you know we haven't seen that in a movie often mm-hmm. um but now we see it in every third movie and sometimes tv shows so you know sure um, um who is the first i'm gonna who go ahead and assume that it's me <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't even remember what our last draft was, so either who cares? You go first. Christmas movies? Oh, I, no, I think it was me because it was Christmas. Oh movies, yeah, you right? you actually did win Christmas. Yeah, movies. I, I kicked the shit out of you. Oh man, that's right. All right, so th- now I'm going to say this, um, because I really did. This is a really enjoyable movie, but it's also very close to being terrible. And this is a really uninspired pick, but I'm going to pick The Departed. Okay. Like, I think Jack Nicholson almost sinks that movie. And I watch it probably once a year, and I get closer and closer to going from, like, this is a movie that I that I like and enjoy rewatching to something that I think is, like, actively bad. I think and it is yeah. And it is because he stinks. Yeah, it's a very well-plotted movie. Um, yes. I hate like actively hate all the scenes with Vera Farmiga not that she does anything wrong but like I think she's fine no like I like her as an actress but like those scenes are so not important to anything that's happening in that movie and there's you're you're just like you're just yeah you're just like I don't give a shit about yeah that that, it did seem kind of tacked on I think I think she's she's good enough where yeah no she's she's great it's not her fault but you know like to me that stops it from being like unredeemable, I guess, or irre- irredeemable. Yeah, uh, no, but like I'm when those things are happening, I'm like, oh, just let's go. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's, and not it's, even, it's, and not even in the way that like people who watch The Sopranos are like, I hate these Doctor Melfi scenes. I just wish everybody was getting whacked. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's not it's not the same thing. It's like they're trying to create. They use her as a device to create a connection between those two guys. That is. Uh, it does not work. Not really necessary. No. So, in terms of like straight, but you know, all that said, in terms of just straight enjoyment level, mm-hmm. uh, and using the kind of rubric that I use for a lot of these drafts, if there was one movie that I was stuck with from Pittsburgh or Boston, I think it's that. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, 
I don't think it's the best, but it's the one that I would take uh, if if it was the only one I could take. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a movie that is the most Pittsburgh movie of all time. Um, <laughs> the Deer Hunter. Oh, shit. That was, that was the other one I was going to pick. It, I mean, I believe it won an Academy Award. It's really great. Um, it's, but it's like bleak and depressing, like most movies from the 1970s. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's really great. Yeah. Filmed in, filmed in Clareton, Pennsylvania, which is like a little dead mill town, you know, 20 miles away. And, uh, parts of it are probably worse than they were during the deer hunter at the, at at this point. Oof. That's not those places. Nah, man, the, the. The Mon Valley in general has not, yeah, it's not has not has not fared well. But no, it's a it's a great movie. But the, again, the reason I picked it apart over it was because like, I I don't know I I don't know how many more times in my life I'm gonna watch The Deer Hunter. Sure. But that is obviously in terms of like sheer piece of work. I would say that that's uh, that's the best. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you. You're up. Um, this is where like God, I really don't want to pick this one. Okay. So I think I might not. Oh. I'm gonna go with Silence of the Lambs. I don't think that's set in Pittsburgh, though. I think yes, it, was... it is. What scenes film, is set there? Filmed largely there. The 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 scene where that where they have him locked in the in that uh, like the elevator scene and all that stuff. That was yeah, but that. To- but that's set in Baltimore. Is it actually? Yes. Shit, it is. You're right. Oh, God damn it. Get out of here. Like, why wouldn't I have picked that first overall otherwise? I mean, that's an amazing movie. Okay, so like, so some amount of the movie has to be literally set in, in the city that... You got that, it, baby. Okay, so that eliminates, like, what, The Dark Knight Rises and... Yes. So we're talking filmed and set, which like eliminates, say, like the Social Network, which was not actually filmed in. in well, no, I mean, the so- Campus, we, so we can definitely say the Social Network um, because Can't, it is it, it is set there. I don't know if they actually. No, they must have filmed like at MIT. I don't think so. I don't think they did. Really? That can't be right. Anyway, if you want to pick the Social Network, I will allow it. Is what I'm saying to you. Okay. Um. God damn it. I'm going to pick Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Like that's my thought on Goodwill Hunting. It's it's okay. Um like I'm I'm just picking like stupid movies that I, that I would just watch like passively on yeah. the, on the couch and that's and that's what that's what I'm doing again, but I don't know. Is is Goodwill Hunting actually good? Uh I'm going to say probably not. It's a pretty great performance by Robin Williams. Oh yeah! Oh, and there's absolutely, and there's great, and there's great scenes to it. But that's a really uneven, way too long movie. Yeah, yeah. It, in it's which very, it's very pleased with itself. Well, yeah, it's clearly you know, I think given given the way the movie was, yeah, like I, of course, of course, that's the tone it adopts, right? Right. <laughs> but like, I but, I recently. Um, you know, I, I, I rewatched on YouTube the scene where Ben Affleck is like, I hope just one day I never see you again. Mm-hmm. That is 
so good. No, that's that's what I'm saying though. Like there's like there's a lot of really good stuff in it, but it's like a collection. It's like a collection of scenes that are that are great. A bunch of stuff that's like completely inessential, and it's and there's like a totally Oscar deserving performance in yes, there. Absolutely. So I'm okay take, taking that second. Overall, even though I have two boxes of movies now, you do. Um, I here here's what I'm gonna say though. My second pick, and this is and this is just on a rewatchability level. Uh, my second pick is also a Pittsburgh movie, Jack Reacher. I can't believe you picked that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that to me. I can't believe it. Why? It's great. <laughs> It's like okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got I got not a lot to say about it, honestly. Like it, it's just it's just total fluff with with you know Werner Herzog in it. Yeah, which good. is fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now we're gonna. Uh oh. <laughs> now I'm worried what? again. Now what I'm worried mean? that my draft is gonna go all wrong. Oh, pe- People could. People are going to hate that pick, and that's fine. <laughs> there's a lot of like. Here's what I'm, here's like kind of the issue that I'm running into is there's a lot of like really good uh, small movies that have been made in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if I really want to take them quite right now. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm picking the big stupid Boston movies. Sure. <sighs> Gone Baby Gone. Okay. It's a good bank robbery movie. Or no, God, Gone Baby Gone. The Town. What am I saying? Oh, The, the town. town. Why did I say Gone Baby Gone? Because the town. it's a Ben Affleck-directed Boston movie. <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. With crime in it? Yeah, I'm going The Town. That's a, that's a fun movie, dude. Mm, I have a real allergy... To the kind of people Jeremy Renner and uh, what's her name Blake Lively were playing in that movie, like there are too many of them in my neighborhood, and I don't. I mean, like there's them. listen, there's a there, there's a lot of that type around here too. You know, whatever. I I understand that, but so it's like a, that, I that re- I'm not joking when I say like they they are so good at playing that that it really yeah. detracted from my enjoyment of the movie. That's good. That's good. See, like I like I like being several degrees removed from it. Yeah. Um, Outstanding. The town does have great sequences in it, for sure. Um, and as we've discussed before, I like any bank robbery movie. I think that's always mm-hmm. so fun. That's um, the reason I took Yeah, I, you know, it, it's a perfectly good movie. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't love it or anything. I saw it once and that seemed like plenty to me. That's fine. Um, I'm going to pick a Boston movie now. I'm mm-hmm. pick a little film called Mystic River. Yeah, I thought about I thought about taking that. Really, it's a great movie. I'm starting to you know I'm starting to really come together on these bleak films. That I I again, that's another one. Like I don't know how many more times I can handle watching that. Yeah. Like, is it great? Like, yeah, of course. But oh boy. I'll say this: When that movie came out, um, I w- I decided I wanted to read the book. Um, mm-hmm. That is a movie with the most transparent twist of all time. 
Like, if you don't get it in the first five pages of the book, like, maybe just don't even watch movies anymore. That's true. Yeah, but that's just a totally bleak, brutal, bleak, brutal movie. Yep. Oh, boy. All right, so I'm just going to start taking Pittsburgh movies. I really don't care. Adventureland. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good movie. Yep, absolutely. And a dude who I grew up with. Is Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, his name is Ryan Ratna. Um, he was the kid who starts the fight at the at the park. Wow. And where, where they end up chasing him out of the park. And he like, yeah. The meathead who 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 hits who hits Jesse Eisenberg with a baseball or whatever it was at yep. the game. Yep, I have known him my entire life. That rules. Yep. Uh, no, that's a that's a that's a fun relatable relatable movie, filmed in Edgewood, I believe. Uh, the best I think that's the most I've ever liked. That's definitely the most I've ever liked Kristen Stewart. That's oh, absolutely. Probably the most I've, that's probably the most I've ever liked Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, you and like Dar- Jesse Eisenberg better in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice? Never saw. Never going to see it. So bad in that movie. He's so bad. And dare I say, I think that's the most I've ever liked Ryan Reynolds. I think that's like the perfect amount of Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I think the most I ever liked Ryan Reynolds was early seasons of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza. Two Guys, place. a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Yeah. And uh, what else? And Bill Hader, who's like, yep, one of my favorites. So. Oh yeah. I'm completely okay taking Adventureland there, but again, this is like I I wish there was like some other huge like. <laughs> there's not like a Goodwill Hunting for for Pittsburgh. There's not like a no, you know, absolutely not. Big, there's not a big dumb you know movie that made a gazillion dollars that's been filmed here. And and, and also that like just is like isn't this city so great? Uh, which is by the way, that's a, a miracle that 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 movie hasn't been made yet. Because of how self-satisfied people who live here are with themselves. Yes, I mean we it's get very, we get that movie once a year here. So it is. That's what I'm saying. It's very much like Boston in that way, where people people who live here love talking about how they live here and love being from here. Yep. And it it's remarkable to me that that hasn't been made yet. Yeah, I'm a little surprised <laughs> by it too. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it. You should, because I'm self-satisfied. Plus, and now you're a local media personality. It's true. It's all it's all working out for you. Um, I'm gonna take the social network now. Yeah, that was filmed in Massachusetts, by the way. So you're fine. I definitely, I definitely read something completely idiotic. Like, Sean, I didn't think Silicon Valley was in Massachusetts. Ten minutes. No, it was like it was like ten minutes ago. I read something apocryphal that said that it actually wasn't actually filmed in Massachusetts. Sure. Which I was incorrect about. Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh. Oh wow, that's I didn't know that one. There's so much dead space in this draft. I'm very sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Uh. This might be a stretch. Um, I, I hope it works. Kingpin. It's. I don't know. I, I thought about it. Like I don't know if it's. It I don't list. know if it's set here. I don't know if it's set here. It, but well, it no, is. it's set in like um, like rural like Iowa or something. No, uh, no, I, it's set in like Pennsylvania Dutch country. 
no, no, no. Like, like where where Munson lives early on, like like his oh. apartment. Like, I know where that is. <laughs> right. And I, and I think they actually filmed. Here's another thing. Another that I actually know this to be true. The bowling alley, one of the bowling alleys that they used was one of the bowling alleys they used in the Deer Hunter. Whoa. Like in, in Rochester or something. Wow. Uh, so it's not ex- maybe not explicitly set in Pittsburgh, but. Filmed in Pittsburgh for sure. So. Yeah, whereas uh, from that same ilk, Groundhog Day. Partially set in Pittsburgh, not filmed in Pittsburgh whatsoever. Right. So I don't know if you do. You give me Kingpin here or not? Uh, I think I'm not gonna do it. That's because you know that this is the one that would make you lose for sure. A hundred percent, it would. So get lost with that pick. Oh man, That's Dawn it. of the Dead. Fine. I would have even let you have Night of the Living Dead, but it's too late now. Dawn of the Dead. I put it on the thing. I don't even like zombie movies that much, but whatever. It seems like it needed to be on the list. Night of the Living Dead, I mean, you know, literally created the zombie as we know it today. Well, some would say Wait, what did, what did I say? Did I, did I say Night of the Living Dead? You said Dawn of the Dead, which oh, is more sh- explicitly based in Pittsburgh. It's in that mall. Well, yeah. But, like, Night Wait, of the Living Dead one, is also which one in, was in Which one was in the Which one was in Minerva Mall? Dawn of the Dead? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Okay. I was at that mall a couple weeks ago. Did you murder any zombies? I I was I was bitten by some. Um. Now I have one last pick, and I'm a little, I'm a little torn here. Do I go with Spotlight because it won the Oscar and it's a good movie and it was literally filmed in my neighborhood? Um. Do I go with Manchester by the Sea, which is less directly a Boston movie, but it had films or scenes in Boston? If I can't have Kingpin, you cannot have Manchester by the Sea. That's fair. That is very fair. Um, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl is set in Pittsburgh, and it's a very good movie. I was going to pick that. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I didn't love Spotlight. Um, I guess I will go with Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. I feel like you're picking this to spite me. That was filmed in my neighborhood. Yeah, no, like that's a movie that when I was coming up with my list of off the top of my head, I was like, this is a Pittsburgh movie. Yeah, you can literally see – like it was filmed a co- like a street or two over and you can literally see my fr- my friend Ben's car is parked in a bunch of the shots from the girl's bedroom. That's cool. <laughs> the, di- the dying girl's bedroom, yeah. Um, um, yeah, Spotlight, they filmed – like Rachel McAdams was three houses down from me filming on – there's a there's a scene where uh, they're it's like a montage of them like meeting with uh, victims of sex abuse. By I gotta say, like, me not me not taking spotlight is probably a little bit of an oversight. I kind of forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, um, you know what was one that I really liked, but uh, I didn't think people were gonna know what it was. Was uh, and it's partially set in Pittsburgh. Is the uh, what's his name Tom Hardy movie Warrior? I I I was gonna pick Warrior. It's really good. Good movie, yeah. So that's like another one. It just doesn't. F- it doesn't really feel like it's here to me. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly set in I think Atlantic City. Yeah. Um. um but what else? Uh, Perks Love, of Being Wallflower is a cute movie. Obviously, uh, Love and Other Drugs I think is set in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
was filmed in Squirrel Hill, I believe. I don't know. I couldn't give means. less of a couldn't give less of a shit about that movie. Squirrel Hill is like the neighborhood next to where I live. Okay. Uh, Zach Zach and Miri make a porno, which I think I only like because it was filmed here. Yeah, I I'm gonna say this. I don't like it because it is a Kevin Smith movie, and therefore quite bad. I think I like that. It might be the best yeah. Kevin Smith movie. I think it is, but it, I mean that doesn't make it good. Dogma was also filmed here. Speaking of Kevin Smith movies, um, and then like my one I was gonna pick, one I very nearly picked, but it's just like such a is Wonder Boys. It's like a, yeah, good movie. It's a really good movie, and it's a uh, Michael jo- Michael Johnson. Michael Douglas is a. I went to high school with a kid named Michael Johnson. Michael Douglas is like a is a col- is like you know a burnout college professor and. Katie Holmes is in it, and Toby Maguire gives the most interesting performance of his career by a factor of of ten thousand in it. If yep. he could be half as good in other movies as he was in Wonder Boys, I'd like Toby Maguire. Yeah, he's great in it. Uh, it was filmed on Carnegie Mellon's campus. I, I which I remember when that was going on. Uh, what else? She's out of my league. Jay Baruchel, our underrated personal friend. Um, the the one the one movie. Uh, f- that was filmed in Boston that like is a really I feel like it would be a good if we were doing 10 this is a great movie but not a lot of people talk about it is Paul Newman in The Verdict is so, so good when I, when I was looking stuff up and I saw all the like I if I had if I had actually seen it I would have picked it but I I, I was like oh that looks fantastic it's I, great uh, it's really great um Fear Strikes Out is a really good movie set in Boston. Yeah, that's the, um, the Jimmy, Jimmy Pearsall movie. Yep. Um, there was a stretch like in the 90s too, like in the early 90s, where like in rapid succession, there was a Bruce Willis movie uh, called Striking Distance where he plays like a river rescue cop. And then obviously Sudden Death starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, I'm surprised that didn't get picked. It's a stupid movie. Of course it is. I, like I'm not I'm not that much of a homer. Okay, fair um, enough. And then <laughs> the first I, I a really hilarious movie that like people of a certain age from here will appreciate. House Guest starring St- Sinbad and Phil Hartman. Ridiculous I, movie. I think you're but, thinking of a movie starring uh, Shaq and Phil Hartman, and everybody <laughs> just thinks. Yeah, it's called yeah it's called uh it's called Home Guest, and everyone remembers it that way. Uh. What else? Dogma. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and I mean there's then, you know, we did we we mentioned but didn't pick on Baby Gone. Shutter Island is a decent enough Boston movie. Um I, do you think Shutter I like I like Shutter Island very much, but I don't think That's another a, one I where might, I figured out the I don't twist know if I, in, in two yeah. seconds and by the way, by the same guy as Gone Baby Gone and uh and uh what's that other one? Mystic River, same writer well, wrote those movies. Right, but didn't so, Scorsese directed? Yes, Scorsese directed Shutter Island. Um, and but Here's yeah, a, mo- a movie filmed here that really disappointed me was The Mysteries of Pittsburgh because I love the book because yeah, I read it when I was you know familiar. Whatever. It's a good book by Michael Chabon, um, and Peter Sarsgaard was in it, and Sienna Miller was in it, and you know. It, I was a total sucker for it because the kid goes to pit and there's like scenes that are set like where I went to high school and all this, all this shit. And I thought it was going to be great, 
but they completely destroyed the book. Like they combined characters and like all this, all this stuff that like, you know, stereotypically you see out of <laughs> when, whenever people say that like, Oh, so like the book was better. Like all that stuff that, that all those all reasons. Applies. Give. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. Okay. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm about done. Cool. That's that's a good uh good draft, I feel like. Um you wanna let's take a couple of questions, not too many, and then we'll call it a day here. Okay. Alright. Um user Telfo at Telfo One asks if you had to carry around one baby animal with you all day, every day in a baby carrier, what would it be? Not Poppy. counting not counting dogs and cats. Oh man, that's right. It's great. Sea otter. Ooh, that's a good one. I was gonna say baby sloth. Yeah, they seem cuddly. Mm-hmm. Sea otters are really cute. I feel like you may have trouble holding on to them. Yeah, you're not gonna have that problem wriggly. with sloths. Yeah, sloths just want to be held on to. Ooh, you know uh, what? what? I'm about, gonna. What about foxes? Is that does that not count? You know what? I'll. I'll... I'll let it count, but foxes can get a little mean on you, honestly. The um, one was very friendly with uh, the grizzly man. That's true. The the bears not so much. <laughs> the bears bears not so much. Foxes he had he had good he had uh, he had some good luck with. They didn't eat him and. <laughs> um, you know what's another good one? Baby panda. Yeah. You can have pandas. Little little fat baby panda. Who wouldn't love that? Red pandas. Oh sure. Now that's an adorable little animal. Look like a dog, but also a bear. <laughs> Wombats. No, I'm gonna say no to that. Ooh, baby kangaroo though. <laughs> I hate no. <laughs> I hate a kangaroo. I, I hate kangaroos. Our, our disdain for kangaroos is well established on this podcast. <laughs> I don't trust them. They're too jacked. I don't trust them. I don't like it. <laughs> so we're okay. So this is again. It's in a. It's in like a baby car- carrier. Yeah, like a baby Bjorn. Yeah. See, I'm, I think I'm going sea otter. Sure. I get it, man. They're adorable. I just don't know that there's as much to hold on to as you think. And then with a sloth, like those are good sized animals. That's fair, but if but if you do a decent job of putting them in the carrier, like you're you're gonna be alright. Mm-hmm. A bunny. Oh sure, a nice baby bunny for yourself. Just pat its little head. <laughs> Tucks its ear Next back. Question. Next question. Uh <laughs> Yuri at Yuri BJJ asks, what is the worst national pizza chain? Uh, Little Caesars. It's pretty bad. I'm going to say 1A, 1B with Domino's. Nope. Domino's is absolutely better than Little Caesars. I don't, I'm not sure I agree. We don't have many Little Caesars around here, so maybe it's lack of exposure. Listen, man, I'm telling you, as somebody who's eaten way too much of both, Mm-hmm. It is unquestionably Little Caesars. Like at least, at least Domino's. If it's like hot and you know, you're like Little Caesars. Is the shit just sits there? Oh, it's really bad. 
really bad. I also I also have a soft spot in my or not not soft spot. I I hate Papa John's. I hate Papa John's for a lot of reasons, but a big part of it is that the pizza is terrible. I think the pizza is okay, um, but I I have a good association with Papa John's because they used to have a thing where anytime the Red Sox won, you could get up to five toppings on your pizza the next day for like ten bucks. And yeah, I took, they said I took very strong advantage of that. But yeah, to me it's to me it's Little Caesars and no close second place, frankly. Yeah, I I get it. It's not good, but I I think I dislike Domino's more. Bad opinion. Fair enough. I get that a lot on this show. Um, our our good friend Jake at Brogepi asks, "What's the funniest thing your dad ever did?" Oh my god, my dad is my dad's really funny. I have some stuff that I actually probably can't, but okay. I probably can't. Like the first the 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 first stuff that that comes to mind, I don't, I don't think I can actually say on the podcast. Okay, he'd be he'd be mad at me for for sharing it. Yeah. Um. Oh God, you you gotta go because I'm I'm literally like the the first the first two things that come to mind. Like I I, I honest to God, I I can't <laughs> I can't say. I okay. Uh, I think I might have told this story on the podcast before. Um, and at the time I certainly didn't think it was funny, but in retrospect, it is an insane thing for my dad to have done. And it's funny because of that. Um, Mm -hmm. when I was maybe, I was in third grade for sure. Um, so I'm eight, nine years old and my sister had a gymnastics recital, which is, if you've ever been to such a thing, a brutal, brutal waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because the person you're there to see is out there for five minutes and it's three hours long. Um, and so then you're eight years old and you get to sit through that. It's awful. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> as a reward for it, like for sitting through it, basically, my parents would always take us to the nearest restaurant at whatever, like high school gym they held this at, uh, that this time it happened to be a Denny's and Denny's was mm-hmm. fine to me as an eight year old. And as we're leaving, I was, like, tired or whatever, and I was like, Dad, can you, like, give me a piggyback ride or something like that? And my dad's like, no, you give me one, and he's, <laughs> yeah. have I told this story? Yeah, and you hit him in the ball. Or no, you, no, no, wait, he, like, crushed you. He fell yeah, on he jumps on my back, and I sprained my knee. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, in retrospect, that is an extremely funny <laughs> thing to have happened. Go- all right, so, so my dad, my dad is a very funny dude, both deliberately and not. And I'm going through like times, just I just search my name and the phrase "my dad." Yep. <laughs> and, oh man, some of these are some of these are really great. This and, th- and this actually might be true. This is this is one of my favorite memories, and it's certainly like weirdly my favorite David Bowie memory. We, I remember we were walking through the mall and there was like a TV on in one of the stores. I want to say it was a Champ Sports for some reason, okay. and they were playing they were playing the Little Drummer Boy uh, video with Bowie and and uh, and and Ben Crosby. And my dad just like stopped dead in his tracks for like thirty seconds, watched all of it, and then he said, "I still can't believe he did that." <laughs> Talking about Bowie, yeah. And then uh, also. I remember when we were we were I was driving down to College Park in like 2003 to visit the University of Maryland and I was listening 
like me, the two of us were listening in the car to Coheed and Cambrio mm-hmm. because you know he liked them because they sound like Rush, and he and he just said, "I bet girls hate this band," and I just kind of nodded, and he was like, "Yeah, that's right." <laughs> it was it was just so so completely correct. But now there's a bunch of other there's a bunch of other really really fun. Like I I've I think the the time I heard him laugh the hardest was uh, was when we were watching uh, Red Sox Yankees. Uh, whenever Pedro Martinez threw Don Zimmer, yeah, you know, and he laughed for like he laughed for probably five minutes consecutively. I've never heard him laugh like that before, <laughs> before or since. Um, and he just says he just says funny stories about like playing pickup hoops against like John Mellencamp and just weird bullshit like that. So yeah, he's a he's a he's a funny dude. Um, I, I this is this is a very unintentionally funny my dad thing. Um, a few years ago, maybe like three, two, three years ago for Christmas, he inexplicably, this is a hundred percent true, got my mom who does not care for sci-fi at all. Um, a Mm -hmm. Blu-ray copy of the original planet of the apes. And they, at the time did not have a Blu-ray player. Oh my God. Oh man. Um, I, I'm, look, I'm looking at all the times I tweeted about my dad, and, and some of them are some of them are just just ridiculous. My dad really hates John Calipari, the coach the coach of uh, coach of Kentucky's hoop team. Um, but yeah, pops pops is funny. I, I wish I had some more. I wish I had some more stories I could I could share. But my dad is. All, does your dad have this like unique dad ability? Uh, to like, he just, if he sits down for three seconds, there's a 90% chance he's going to fall asleep. No, not really. He's, he's not, he's not really like that. My dad doesn't sleep that much. My dad has like my entire life. The second he sits down, he's out, he's done. And, uh, what, so the one time where we're on vacation, like it's at my uncle's lake house. And my dad, uh, my mom's like, okay, I'm going to go buy some groceries or something at the store up the street. You just watch the kids, you know, you're fine. And she comes back and my dad has been asleep on a dock in the sun for an hour. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my mom's like, Jeff, I thought I told you to watch the kids and he, he's still fast asleep. And he wakes up instantly and he goes, I am. <laughs> he no joke he's a genius a million percent asleep and but like in that dad way where not all the way asleep or something and he like totally calmly goes yeah i am mm-hmm. and and he's now and now like you know when my dad falls asleep in the family it'll be like oh jeff's watching the kids again <laughs> I think some of my best memories with my dad are just are just like watching random stuff with him and just laughing our asses off together. And like like I remember watching distinctly remember watching an episode of Rock and Roll Jeopardy like on VH1. Yeah. <laughs> it was just on when I was like 12 or 13. And I remember Mark McGrath was playing and he was like a world beater. He like ran the table on people. Okay. <laughs> and the and the other two contestants were Joe Walsh and <laughs> And and uh, and Graham Nash from Cosby Stills Nash and Young, and I wish I could watch. Th- I wish I might try to find this episode of of this of this 
of this goddamn show because by the end of because by the end of the show it was like Mark McGrath had like 300,000 points <laughs> Joe Walsh had zero I don't I think his buzzer was broken yep and Graham Nash had like minus 25,000 or something <laughs> and and just it and just watch like watching you know Joe Walsh just sit there just literally not say a word it it just it turned into like a progressive running joke like just, it's just stupid shit like that I I, I think my dad has a pretty good sense of humor yeah or at least similar to my own so I've I've uh, I've I've enjoyed some funny shit with him yeah dads are great everybody love love dads shout out to your all of your dads I'm sure they're all insane weirdos yeah. There's something about having a kid that breaks your brain in a very specific, fun way. And, and it here's, makes... something I tweeted. here's something I tweeted on, on May 20th, 2011. My dad just told a story about walking in on Jake the Snake Roberts doing cocaine. They both apologized to each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, we'll do uh, two questions here. Um, rank these bands. This is from Ryan at Ryan Arod. Uh, rank these bands from best to worst: ACDC, Aerosmith, Kiss, Guns N' Roses. Oh God, they're all bad. I don't want to do that. Okay, uh, ACDC no, no, no. is actually good, but the other three Bon, bon Scott era ACDC is good. Yeah, and then they spent the next. 50 years making the same record over and over, but it's a perfectly okay record. Oh, wait. Okay. Can, can you, can you please repeat those again? ACDC, Aerosmith, mm-hmm. terrible fucking band, Kiss, pretty bad, a few good songs, and Guns N' Roses, just bad. I think, um, I think I'm gonna go ACDC, Kiss, Guns N' Roses, and I really hate Aerosmith. I totally agree with that order. Um, like I, I viscerally hate Aerosmith. Yeah, even they're though, horrible. Even though, even though Axl Rose is an absolute shitbag and has been his entire life, like there's something about Aerosmith's music that just makes me sick. And at least you can say this for Guns N' Roses. Welcome to the Jungle is a good song. Yep. It's better than anything Aerosmith has ever done oh, by, you by know, a factor a, of a billion. Ten. Yeah. Yep. It's not even close. Um, but I don't like I, I don't like I like none of them. I I think ACDC has like three good records. Um, but I, I don't like them or anything. I think they're perfectly all right. I don't know. I, I don't know. if I don't know if maybe Guns N' Roses should go ahead of Kiss because Kiss really sucks. And Gene Simmons is Gene Simmons is horrible. Pack. Yeah. But like, again, obviously, Kiss had, obviously on par with Axel is, but Kiss had like know. two or three good songs. Can't can't say yeah. you didn't. And, and the rest of them are just dumb and yeah, you know, at least right. Um, there's no, there's no like insane indulgences on the level of Guns N' Roses or or Aerosmith for that matter. Like Dream On is an unlistenable song, and it's arguably their best I, one. I, yeah, I I don't know. I I don't. I'm not familiar enough with like Aerosmith, you know, Dream album cuts, tracks that. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know, "Sweet Emotion" might be an okay song. I'm not sure. Mm, no, but there's there, there's something about them that just 
I can't I can't handle any anything about them at all. Yeah, so uh, I remember a few years ago, like for whatever their fortieth anniversary or thirtieth anniversary as a band, they did a freak concert outside of the like the house of the girl I was dating at the time, and I and it was right after Hurricane Katrina, like hit Boston pretty not like hard or anything, but it was unpleasant for a few days. Um, and I was just like, haven't we suffered enough that like, why, why should we have to be near this? Mm -hmm. It was, and it was bad. Like it was aggressively a bad outdoor event as well. Um, so yeah, Aerosmith is the worst. Yeah. Um, And then one last one here, Mike Morton at, they call me Morty asks, how long would you be willing to go to jail for a million dollars? For a million dollars? For a million dollars. What kind of jail? Jail. I, I'd end up dead in jail. Yeah, I agree. I'd die. Mm-hmm. I would, I would get killed maybe immediately. <laughs> I, I, yeah. There's – like – so – and you would get killed even quicker. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely I would. I – oh, man. I, I'm tempted to – okay, so – but – I'm trying to think how long it, how long it would take for me to certainly get killed. <laughs> you wouldn't make it a month. You think? I wouldn't make it a month. Let's that's for sure. Here's here's what I'll say. I wouldn't I wouldn't make it a month. I wouldn't make it long without completely ruining my life at minimum. Yes. Like you, like like I like I would end up I would end up like that kid you're like Nas. the kid on on yeah, that's that's what I would have to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Rat hole and drugs and all that kind of stuff. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, I'd I'd end up I'd end up doing every po- every horrible. It would be every jail movie where a dude who shouldn't be in jail ends up in jail, mm-hmm. like rolled into. Yeah, like I think not infrequently about like being, um, you know, somehow I get accused of like murder or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Is that like is that like an actual fear of yours? Like 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 a like a source of anxiety for you? Um, not, not really, but like every once in a while, like if I see something about prison, I'll think about it and be like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to even think about this. You know what I mean? It's bad. Oh God. I really don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think I'd make it two weeks. Uh, like I, 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 I'm thinking about the things that I would have to do to survive in prison for like six months and wondering if it would be worth it. If it would be worth a million dollars. I think a month would be the over-under for me. Like, cause like I, I, there's I, – the, the odds that I get killed are High. Much, be- much better than not. Yeah, yeah, a month. Month's a long time. <sighs> How many people actually get killed in jail? That's a that's a that that's also an honest question. Yeah, people, I, I really don't know. Like they, like, they like, do say that like movies and TV for obvious reasons like over exaggerates. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Like 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 people less tough than me get thrown in jail regularly. And let's and put it this way: and like, don't and don't die. Uh, what's her name from Orange Is the New Black didn't get murdered in jail. So and yeah, like, I mean, if we're like that, and granted, that's I, women's prison. But if I got thrown in like in like you know in with like dangerous criminals and stuff like i think i think the chances are still pretty good yeah unless you can do their taxes or whatever like what, what's that all like all I, of that thing um yeah. that's shawshank and right? 
and I can't. Yeah. Um. Okay, so assuming that I don't die, I'm saying the I'm saying the amount of time that I would. Yeah, like okay, let let's say like that. how many time, like you, how many years of your life would you spend in would you spend in prison not getting murdered? To yeah, make like a million you're dollars? guaranteed not to be like victimized by by jailhouse violence. Yeah, two years. Two years. I'll go two and a half. Two years in one day. <laughs> We're playing the clock game on. That's on right. uh, yeah, two, I, two, two years sounds. And two years one sounds all right. Yeah, two years in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, two years. I agree. I don't want to go to jail, Ryan. Uh, I want you to go to jail. Fair enough. I'm gonna go steal a PlayStation Four. And get in a hit and run accident. Right, and that then kid's going to jail. Then, uh, what's that? That kid's going to jail. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. That's that's what I'll do. I'll I'll steal a PlayStation Four and then get real wasted and run into the car, r- run into the tree outside of the yard. Hell yeah, baby! Sounds like a plan, baby. All right, that'll do it for this week's show. And wasn't it See such a good week. one? Yes, thank you for listening. Um, rate and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that you have if you listen to this, but you never know. Uh, review us on iTunes. That's the thing I meant to say earlier. It'd be awesome. Yeah, we'd like that. Um, I haven't checked in a while. We probably should have done that. Yeah, we'll do that reviews. next week. Some, some, some of them are hilarious. Yep. Uh, what else we want to say? Nothing. Was, That's all. Yeah, I was thinking about starting like a Facebook group for people who like this show. If if people want to do that, um, we'll do that later. Yeah, let's talk about it in the car. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that'll do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Yep. Uh, goodbye from me, Ryan Lambert, your close friend, who's not going to jail, unlike some people on this podcast. Time to commit some crimes. <laughs> that was the Doc Emmerich voice. Time to commit some crimes. Waffles the knife across the oh. convenience store desk. <laughs> and he sachets his way into the bank truck. <laughs> All right, folks. Goodbye.